Good morning, Canes fans. I wish it was a better morning. I wish we were celebrating a victory on the road in the ACC against North Carolina. But once again, we are in misery. Another loss to North Carolina. More U's turned upside down. And just... Blah. That's how I feel. Blah. And I tweeted this out last night. And we'll get to the game. But I tweeted this out last night. Which is... I've just been watching the same thing for close to 20 years. Just rinse and repeat. Year after year. Since about, what, 2006? Somewhere around there, 2006, 2007. It's just been the same, as we would say in Yiddish, dreck. Just not good enough. Now, I didn't think we would win yesterday. After the Georgia Tech debacle, I was not confident that this team could regain its momentum. I think what hurts even more is that you really had a chance to win that game last night if you kept playing the way you did early on. You know, if you subtract a fumble in the end zone and then another fumble by Tyler and then two interceptions and a stupid unsportsmanlike penalty on our defensive coordinator, which is a new one to me. Never seen the defensive coordinator get a, a penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. Not quite sure if that's, quote, playing to the standard. But you had great things going last night, and you just threw it all the way. One, you, uh, you had no answer for Tez Walker. One guy just lit you up all, just all game. By the way, Thank you, NCAA, for granting him eligibility the week that they're playing Miami. Um, you could not stop the run. It was starting to feel like that that game a couple years ago where, you know, two guys rushed for 7 billion yards, and they're still running. Those two guys are still running on Miami somewhere. It was, what, like two guys for 520 yards of offense? Jeez. Just Miami could not stop the run. And even though Drake May is, I mean, he's, uh, you know, not Lamar Jackson, but he hurt you in the run game too. Quarterbacks running up the middle, getting first downs, untouched. Another thing, another staple of the Miami Hurricanes defense of the modern era. And it's been different coaches and different coordinators and different players, but it's still the same. And it's so damn frustrating. I just, and there's a million reasons why, and I, I just, I don't feel like exploring it right now. It's been a systemic institutional breakdown of the entire football process 
over the course of 15, 16, 17 years that has led to me feeling like it's deja vu all over again. That's where we are. Plus, I have a headache. There's that. I, If you had told me that Miami would have, I think, 480-something yards of offense and the other team would have like 150 penalty yards, I would tell you, all right, Miami's going to win. North Carolina was shooting themselves in the foot penalty after penalty. And yet Miami couldn't take advantage. Oh, because, oh, dumb place. And also, uh, let me ask this question. Do we have tight ends on this team? Like, is there anyone? Has anyone seen a tight end? Does anyone, does, does Shannon Dawson know what a tight end looks like? Or Tyler Van Dyke, can they identify a tight end? Like, if I, if I took you to, uh, if I took you to, like, a, a milk carton, and put on a, like, have you seen this tight end? Would Shannon Dawson or Tyler Van Dyke be able to identify the tight end, the aforementioned tight end? Uh, Arroyo warmed up yesterday. I, I even, I, according to the participation report, he was in the game, although I don't remember him being in the game, but certainly he was in the game. But he certainly wasn't targeted because no tight ends were targeted last night. I think there's, like, a tight end has, like, you know, like, Two catches on the season or three or, I don't know, something minuscule. And not that that's the savior of the offense, but it's just indicative of, like, unf here, here's my personal situation. I really like Tyler Van Dyke. I really do. I really think he's a pretty good quarterback. I think he's got all the necessary skills to play quarterback. But he has an obsession with his roommate, Xavier Restrepo. And it's an unhealthy obsession. It is, it is so unhealthy that last night he targeted Xavier Restrepo 17 times and everybody else got single-digit targets, despite their success in being open. And again, no targets to a tight end. And, and, and I get it, right? Like, Xavier Restrepo is playing that that Braxton Berrios role. Or if we're going to go into uh, NFL lore, the uh, Julian Edelman role, right? Which is, which, is, which is great. That can work for you. But, you know, like, when Tom Brady had Julian Edelman... Um, he also had a Rob Gronkowski, right? That was also utilized very much. And Miami just, despite other guys going off, continues to come back to Xavier Restrepo when other teams at this point pretty much understand, hey, Tyler's going to look at X. And listen, I've, I, I continue to say this, and it's amazing, and... I don't know how all of you feel, but like I've watched football my entire life. I've watched this program my entire life. But to say I know enough about offensive scheming as an offensive coordinator in football would be that would I would be remiss if I did that. So I'm not going to sit here and claim that I know more than Shannon Dawson. But just from the outside looking in, like something is not right. 
right? You, you Up until the Georgia Tech game, this team was just flying on offense, scoring a bunch of points, getting a bunch of yards. And then uh, we had the game against Georgia Tech in which something was definitely off. And there's the three interceptions. And then this game, yeah, you got yardage. That That's fine. But when you needed it, you, you couldn't get it because you were just focusing on one person. So I don't know how to fix that. Lance Guidry has uh, the one of the reasons he was brought in here is because he had the best third down defense in the country at his last stop. And on third and 20. Now, listen, we can have the debate. Should they have accepted the penalty? Should they have declined the penalty? Do you want second and 30 or third and 20? Do you want to give Drake May an extra chance? Or do you think you could probably stop him on third and 20? Well, I guess if I'm Mario, I'm going, well, third and 20 seems like that's a good cushion for our defense to make a stop. Right? Like third and... Like, that, that's good. Like, I don't need to push to second and 30 because, I, you know, why give Drake May an extra chance to, to stab us in the back? So, it's third and 20 and just defensive breakdown in the defensive backfield. And it happened a couple times last night. And it's got to be fixed. It has to be fixed. Like... And even guys that I, I really, like, Jaden Davis is one of my favorite guys on the team. He really is. And he had a couple of breakdowns last night. And then, of course, we had it to Corey Couch. And, look, even even Cam Kinchins look uh, human. You just can't have these breakdowns in the secondary and expect you're going to win a game against a guy that, you know, could end up being in New York for the Heisman ceremony. It's just not going to happen. I pause. By the way, I'm I'm looking at myself in the in the screen here as I tape this and realize I'm wearing my Patriots shirt on an NFL Sunday, uh, and my Patriots are horrible. But you know that means I stick with my teams, just like I'll stick with this team no matter how much they hurt me, over and over and over and over and over again. And now you have Clemson coming in. And granted, it's going to be a home game, night game, and all of that jazz. Maybe you could pull something out of something. But are you? would you bet your life on it? Would you? I wouldn't. I don't know what the line is. I haven't looked. I guess I can look that up right now while I'm talking to you. But, I mean, how do you expect Miami to beat Clemson? And, and we talked about this, right? We, we talked about the... Uh, we talked about how one, one loss can equal two losses, can equal three losses, the spiral effect. And it is quite clear that the spiral effect um, was in effect and is in effect because the spiral is going on. But I don't see a line yet for Miami and Clemson. I don't see it out yet. Yeah, I mean, what if you lose to Clemson? Three in a row. 
Does three become four? Do you lose another stupid game along the way? Do you end up losing to a Virginia team just because? I hope not. That would suck. I mean, Louisville looks human now. They lost a pit. But do you feel confident about that? Do you, what do you feel confident about at this point, if you're a Miami Hurricanes fan? What game do you look at on the schedule and go, I feel confident about that? I, I, I don't know what to tell you. And I feel like I've been doing the same, you know, post-game, next-day chat with you guys for uh, ever since, the, since, since we started on YouTube. It's just the same. If I had my Pepto-Bismol with me last night, I would have been drinking it. Said I had way too many vodka sodas, but that's neither here nor there. So, let's see if we can get our thoughts together here. Miami goes into North Carolina, has a pretty good first half in which they have the lead, then gives up three touchdowns in the third quarter, and then can't come back. And again with the stupid use upside down. How is it that other conferences can, you know, ban players from mocking their opponents by doing stupid things with their opponents, you know, thing? I don't even know what that means. You could tell it's a tough morning. The The whole upside down Texas Longhorns, uh, hook em horns thing is banned. Uh, but the ACC is like, ha 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 ha. Upside down use, we love that. Also, uh, we'll always give you the worst officials because we're the ACC. God, if I see one more upside down you, oh, and I know it's such a petty thing and it shouldn't hurt me, but it does. It's it's just so disrespectful. I mean, just so disrespectful. I mean, also, this is, uh, I mean, I can't tell you that I wasn't someone that was sitting in the stands in the Orange Bowl uh, doing our version of the FSU chop where a middle finger might have been extended. So I'm being a little bit hypocritical. But uh, there's that. The Miami players never did it on the field, though. That's the fans. ACC officiating, that's a whole nother situation. Holy crap, do they not like us. I mean, was it Ke Keontra Smith's uh, unsportsmanlike conduct? Like, the, what I they showed the replay, and I, I saw barely anything happen. I mean... Come on. What are you doing? Just what are you doing? And listen, Lance Gidry, I I know you wanted a timeout, but did you have to like go overboard and be like 27 yards out into the field and take your headset off and throw it and yell at the ref? And that's not playing to the standard, is it? No, it's not at all. So that hurt you, big time. It was not good. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, that's the beep because the dog's going outside. He's allowed to go outside. Yeah, it's Marley. He's got to go outside. On a bright spot, we are adopting a new rescue dog today that has been abused. So I feel like I can cleanse my soul a little bit by 
you know, giving a dog a new home, a dog that has been horribly treated, giving him a new home. So there is that. There's that for me on a Sunday because otherwise I feel horrible. And I'm probably going to miss most of the Patriots Raiders game, which will also because last week that was very fun. It was really fun to go through the Georgia Tech debacle and then see the Patriots get absolutely obliterated. And I don't know what, you know, listen, we all have been there, right? The the double loss Saturday, Sunday, it's never a fun thing. Um, so I watched my Canes yesterday uh, lose and I'm going to probably miss most of the Patriots uh, who will probably lose to the Raiders today because that's just the way the season's going and as I once said on the Tobin and Leroy show, oh, well, it was Tobin, Leroy, and Beast at that point, which is a uh, fire Belichick. I digress. I apologize. Speaking of firing, uh, I saw a bunch of you tweeting about firing Mario. It's not, that's not going to happen. That's, that's not a thing that's going to be even contemplated. There's way too much money invested. It's not that. Uh, you can say what you want about the process the you know, the, you didn't interview all these candidates, uh, all of the stuff about how, like you are in bed with Mario. That's the, there, there you have, that's what it is. There is no other, there's no way out. That's not happening. Uh, there's no one, there's no, uh, booster that's going to come up with the amount of money to buy him out and then pay another coach. That's not a thing that's happening. And nor should he be fired. We like, here's the thing is, is sometimes, um, you know, what do you fail to see the forest of the trees? Like we're so just locked in on each game that we're forgetting that this was a huge rebuild project. So you got to give it. Actually, I, I, I talked to someone that would know last night and this person told me, Mario's getting through 2025, regardless of what happens. So, let's go with that. You you, you got to give it time. But you got to get better. And you got to stop losing games that you have a chance to win. Whether it's by the stupidity of a head coach who doesn't want to kneel, or by just mistake after mistake after mistake and we're going to target the same receiver 700 times and we can't stop the run up the middle and Tez Walker is going to burn us uh, 4 billion times and look like a Heisman candidate after one game. That stuff, I, that stuff is just too much for me. I will, you know, Brandon O'Doy and I talked about this on the podcast earlier in the week. We do, we do two a week now, and you can go to uh, wherever you get your podcast to get all the back episodes. If you're, if this is your first one, or if you're watching on YouTube, go to the Real Ones Canes YouTube channel for some clips of our past shows. But we talked about. Everyone was uh, talking about, hey, Emery's got to get in. Emery's got to get in. Well, they're trying not to burn his red shirt. And I, I believe he's already played in four games. So if he goes out there, his red shirt's burned. So I don't think you're going to see Emery again unless it's an emergency situation. 
Chikuri hasn't played at all this season. So he's got four games to play and can still redshirt. So if you're making a quarterback switch, it's probably going to be Chikuri Brown. And, you know, Brandon talked about it on the podcast earlier in the week that you you need to at some point assess your backup quarterback situation. You need to see Chikuri. And, you know, I, I got all sorts of hate last night when I tweeted that. Oh, he can't read a defense. And, oh, he's just a running back. Well, okay, let's, uh, you know, at this point, throw him out there for a series. Put him out there for a series in a game. Maybe spark some offense. Who knows? But I'll take that for one series over target Restrepo, target Restrepo, target Restrepo, interception. Or target Restrepo. Incomplete, incomplete, fumble, 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 fumble. It's like a broken record. So I think you have to assess Ja'Cory Brown at this point. You've assessed Emery. I think you, you know what you got there, hopefully. Word is that he's really good in practice. Not that that means much. But let's uh, let's assess Ja'Cory. Because otherwise, I, I feel like he's heading to the portal. That's just my my uh, my thoughts on the things. Anyways, so Miami with two losses on the season after you started off undefeated, had a good first quarter of the season, and then you lose two in a row. Will Miami lose three in a row? Will a home game against Clemson be another soul crusher? God, I hope not. I really hope not. I really, like, if there's anything left with this team, please come out and play well against Clemson, and try to get back on track. Like, just make it to a bowl game and win that bowl game, and I'll be okay. Like, big picture-wise, 35,000-foot view, if this team can get to a bowl game and win the bowl game, like, don't pull a Miami and get blown out in a bowl game, uh, win a bowl game, and I'm I'm okay. I can I can take that into 2024. I can. I can be okay with that. I don't know about you. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure you keep it locked here wherever you're watching this, seeing this, listening to this, all that stuff. Remember, you can uh, go wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the Real Ones Canes podcast. I've got my YouTube channel, which I put stuff on, but we also have the Real Ones Canes podcast YouTube channel. I appreciate it if you subscribe there. And uh, always follow me on the socials at Miami Radio Beast and follow the uh, the whole production of the, on the socials at Real Ones Pains. All right, that'll do it for me. My boy Brandon O'Doy will be back when we do the podcast. and It'll come your way on Thursday. And uh, here's to a better week this week. Go Canes. <laughs>